Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 346. It is Friday, June 5th today, the first Friday in June. The sun is shining outside, the sky is blue, trees are blooming, I can hear the birds chirping, and also it feels like the whole world looks different energetically, physically, emotionally today at this time as we step into the sixth month of 2020 as we arrive at a full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius tonight beginning the eclipse season there is a massive change that is continuing to sweep across our country across our world within humanity at this time and so I arrive here very aware of how much is shifting and um, how I really see my role as this steady voice of love and hope and possibility of where we are headed as a as a whole humanity as a complete whole one collective group of individuals The whole theme for the intention for Gaia's Love when I first opened this space was to be a bridge, to be a scribe for consciousness so that we can be guided towards a new earth. And that is absolutely happening. It has been rumbling for a while. And when 2020 started, I I shared a meditation at the beginning of this year. And it was... (laughs) I'm stumbling over my words already. The meditation is on my YouTube channel and it's called Believe in Yourself. And in that meditation, I guide us back in visualizing the choice we made as souls to come into the human body at this time on this planet to be alive right here, right now, to be hearing these words, to be feeling the shift that is happening, the the magic that is happening around the globe and magic doesn't always look clean and pretty and sparkly magic is messy and uncomfortable and it creates havoc as it shifts everything around and so when I when I describe in the meditation the choice we make to be here in this human body It takes us all the way back to the origin, the origin of the choice to be alive on earth. And so the meditation is a beautiful um, centering for each of us individually if you are looking for a centered, steady space within yourself. That meditation takes you back to your birth, to your choice to embody. 
And so I have been guiding. (laughs) It's not quite the right word. I've just been holding this steady vibration over the last couple of years in this podcast space of, you know, looking at our stuff, feeling what we need to feel, aligning with astrology, riding the waves of energy that have been moving around our world, tuning into our planet, reconnecting to source, God, whatever your definition of universal consciousness is, and then finding our individual place within all of that. So as I sit here today with you in this same space, doing this thing that I have been doing for a while, I can feel how it's different. It's different. This is a, this is a new place that we are sitting in it's not the right words. This is a new possibility that we have arrived at. And it is so powerful. Life is not going back to what it was before. And we could say before coronavirus, before George Floyd's death, before our awakening, whatever words we want to use, life is not going back to what it once was. It is becoming something new. And my role in all of this is to hold that vision of where we are going so that as we tune into the new, we can feel the possibility of it and we stay connected to that possibility because that dream, that vision, that hope, that knowing that there is something absolutely incredible on the other side of this shift that we are going through That hope is what guides our choices. It's what guides our actions. It's what activates our voices. So, right? It's a lot. It's a lot right now. It's a lot to feel. It's a lot to um, witness. It's a lot to be participating in. It's a lot to be holding space for. All of us, each one of us has a unique role that we play in this collective shift. And so every single one of us is feeling something as a part of all of it. So breathe, right? Create some time and space in this journey we are going through to get recentered in yourself, to uh, take care of your physical body's needs, to rest if you need to rest, to be in the sunshine, to fill yourself with nature, with the strength, the steadiness of earth, the energy field of earth. Gaia earth is holding all of this. All of this. So when we sit in the grass, when we lean against a tree, when we pause to look at the beauty of the flowers, when we marvel at the majesty of fruit and vegetables that come from the earth to nourish us, Gaia earth is actively participating in the shift with us. So create some time and space to reconnect if you have become separated from the energy of the earth if you don't feel the steadiness of this planet under our feet and the abundance of all that she's bringing to us that she's holding space for as a humanity reconnect to the earth i saw a beautiful post on facebook last week where this man I greatly admired, he said, I went to see my therapist and he had all these pictures of these incredible views where he lives out west. His therapist, right? We are, we are well supported 
as we go through this collective change. And one of the greatest supports is nature. The steadiness of the cycles of nature can guide us through this portal. So claim some time. We also are having a full moon tonight with a lunar eclipse. So perhaps sit outside if you can, if it's not raining, and marvel at the stars. Reconnect yourself to the universe that exists outside of this planet. Yes, we are going through this shift here, and we all come from the universe. We return to the universe, and so there is still this intrinsic connection that, that binds us. That also is a recentering. So, meditation, nature, stars, some stillness, some time to recenter is as essential a part of this process as activating our voices, as doing the steps, the, the ways that we are guided to participate in what is happening. It's all necessary the self-care and the self-expression, the individual and the collective unity. So as you're navigating this time, I encourage you, balance both. Make sure that you are so centered in yourself that when you express your voice, it is genuinely, authentically your truth. Because that's where we're all headed. There was a beautiful video from Santero. If you're not already following her, I highly suggest tuning into her videos on YouTube. She is completely tapped into what is happening energetically on our planet. It's San, like if you were talking about sand on the beach, but without the D, Santero. And she had a video that she put out yesterday. It's a collective call to love, and she read the cards because her voice is connected to what she reads in stories in the tarot cards. And so she had this beautiful reading where she identified the players, the roles that we are all playing here on earth at this time, and what the energy looks like within each of those players and where we are taking the energy, what is happening next. And it is undeniable her cards reflected exactly what I feel and what so many of us already know. The change is undeniable and we are all participating in it. And we all chose to be here to participate in it. So her um, card reading, her energy reading is a beautiful gift to give yourself to see where do you fit into the whole W-H-O-L-E, not the whole, like the black hole, like where do you fit into the wholeness of this play that is happening, this um, theater that is being played out with humanity? What is your role? So what I have been feeling as a a message. I almost hate using that word right now because everyone is receiving and translating messages constantly. The guidance that I, the clarity, this is a better word, the clarity that I had this morning that feels relevant to share, that might offer you a new perspective or an expanded view of what is happening here on the planet right now. There's a theme of um, activation, what I 
I'm titling as today's podcast the activation sequence. And so it it's uh <laughs> it's one of those complicated things that I I have a sense I understand and I am hoping I can translate in, in a way that makes it also easily understood in my translation. So I will attempt <laughs> to do that and hope that you receive it with the bigness, the vastness of how I understand it. Richard Rudd, as you know if you follow this podcast, is one of my favorite leaders, authors, guides. He wrote a book called The Gene Keys, and it is a, a transmission of wisdom beyond what our human minds can truly understand yet. I feel like we are all unpackaging in small doses what he has received as a full, complete uh, awareness. And so he describes how in the human journey, each one of us has a sequence of uh, codes within our genes, our DNA, and when we come to a time of awakening individually, it's because that activation sequence has been unlocked. And so suddenly we become more enlightened or more aware and Ultimately, all of us are moving towards this awareness that we are one. We are one humanity. We are one energy field within Gaia Earth. We are all participating as souls in human bodies in this grand experiment of what it looks like to be in a physical body. And when we return to being simply souls and not physical, ultimately, we all return back to one consciousness all the souls come back to this one awareness or one love and so those stories are written throughout as Richard Rudd says all religions all great myths you know we have this story of returning to oneness so in the Gene Keys he describes how this activation when it happens ultimately guides you towards enlightenment and a return to this oneness in each of the gene keys, the 64 gene keys in the books, in the book, he has a description of what that specific gene key does, what that specific code is, and uh, what it means in your human journey. The ones that I'm going to attempt to describe today are 41 and 44, gene keys 41 and 44. So if you have the book, you can always, if you don't have the book, buy the book. If you have the book, I suggest spending some time in the 41st and 44th Gene Keys. The overall description, if I can try to give it a summary and then I will read a few paragraphs for you. He describes how within our DNA there's a... Well, I'm going to read this part. I think this will be the easiest way to explain it. Okay, this is from the 41st Gene Key. He says... He describes how the genetic code is transcribed into letters. Genetic code is made up of combinations of only four letters, A, T, C, and G. These letters are called bases and represent the basic building blocks of the entire code. Hidden within these billions of letters are specific instructions for the body to follow. In deciphering the code of life, Scientists discovered that there were places within the sequence where the body always seemed to know to begin building. They found that whenever the body sees the letters A, T, G in a sequence, it always acts on the instructions that follow. 
Thus, they called this the start codon because it operates like a front door into the code itself. And then he shows like a whole series of combinations of C, A, T, and G all randomly assigned. And when suddenly you see A, T, G bold and highlighted, after it is the code of everything that's going to happen to the body because that specific combination of ATG activated everything after it. So that's one part. Here's the second part. In the 44th gene key, he says this. Let's see. If you were able to, this is from the 44th, he says, if you were able to follow all human patterns back to their source at the Big Bang, you would arrive at what are called the three source codes. When the Big Bang exploded, consciousness was seeded into matter in a basic trinary pattern. In other words, the compressed energy exploded into three primary fractal lines or arms, known as the three source codes. This trinary fractal branching throughout the universe is well known in modern chaos theory. These three octopus-like arms began to spiral outwards in ever more complex fractal patterns and gradually coalesced to form the rudiments of our material universe. Every human being alive today has within them a fractal shard belonging or resonating to one of these three original codes. This original trinary pattern or trinity over time has become the foundation of almost all the major world religions and mystical systems. Every computer program has what is termed a source code. The source code refers to a hidden code written by the program that allows access to the main programming matrix. The only way that you can influence the original program is if you have access to this code. In the case of our universe, there are three source codes and the 44th Siddhi allows access to any one of them. Moreover, written into the master program of the overall fractal pattern of our universe are specific points in what we call human history that the program will mutate. In other words, it has a built-in design to evolve beyond itself. If we consider the synarchy of the bees, we see the existence of a kind of hierarchy, but one that is circular rather than linear. No one in a synarchy is above anyone else, because at all times there is an awareness of the group's inherent oneness. Each unit has a perfect fit in the overall geometry, and if there is no resistance through the individual forms, the totality can function as one. Within this vast tapestry are centers of force known as core fractals. Core fractals are what we term enlightened beings or masters. Every time a human core fractal is awakened, the entire arm of that fractal slowly begins to awaken. Thus it is said that certain beings or avatars come to earth to take on the sins of the masses. This refers to the awakening of core fractals and the domino effect through their ancestral genetic chain. The being expressing the 44th Siddhi therefore occupies a specific genetic vehicle whose mutation causes in time a chain reaction through humanity. If you reduce this down to its essentials, there's actually no glamour in the synarchy. The awakening of a core human fractal simply represents the activation of a previously dormant code within the overall program. 
as the core fractal is activated, it removes the virus that is wound around its genetic lineage, the virus that represents the shadow frequency. The awakening of a core fractal essentially involves the death of the illusion of its individuality. The moment it gives up its independence, it becomes a clear conduit for consciousness to continue along its lineage. So, what does all of that mean? First, thank you to Richard Rudd for the incredible ways in which his work has guided and informed my own awakening and clarification of my purpose. If you do not yet have the Gene Keys, I highly recommend taking the time to buy that book and begin your journey with all the wisdom that he offers there. <coughs> okay, so here's what I could see this morning from my perspective. And again, everything I share in this podcast is my interpretation, my belief of what I see. It's from my filter through my voice. And so I trust that because I trust the way that energy moves through me and the way that I understand my sight. So this morning I had this awareness of, uh, it's like so tender, so powerful. I felt the soul, the being that embodied as George Floyd, as this powerful avatar, this as Richard Rudd describes, this core fractal coming to this human plane in order to activate this code, this activation sequence that will completely transform the way that humanity functions. And so in his completion as an individual in this human journey, as Richard Rudd describes, when the individual sacrifices that individuality, it unwinds that wound all the way through the fractal line. And I could feel the role that he played in a human body in order to arrive at that moment of sacrifice and awakening for so many. One man, one man co-created with these police officers, this experience that has massively shifted consciousness here on our planet. And so I know if, if that is true, what I see, then the police officers also are playing a role because everything is a co-creation. And so perhaps the police officers that did this terrible thing also are avatars who are awakening those who have been oppressors for so long. The roles that so many humans have played in all of the times we have been here on earth, the oppressor. And so the core fractal line of the, those who dominate is also awakening and unraveling. And so the wounds on both lines can can start to shift, can start to come to the surface so that they can be healed. It's a perspective shift from the, the view of a soul, not necessarily from the view of the human, because as a human, 
as a human watching all that I've been watching and feeling what is happening here on this planet right now, it's heartbreaking. It's incredibly powerful to feel the voices that are being activated and to see the unity that is happening and how it's spotlighting those who are not willing to step into unity yet. And that is heartbreaking. So there's so much at a human level to be felt and to be uh, walking through. Whether individuals are side by side at a protest or reading and sharing and supporting groups, like everyone is playing their part in holding steady through this shift. Everyone's voices, we're all finding our own way, our own expression of what we are feeling inside as this core fractal is being unwound. It's, it's like what I've said with the coronavirus in the podcast, you know, everyone, everyone is feeling the effects of what's happening at a global level with the virus. And now everyone is feeling the ripples, the rumbling at the ground earth level of angry, justifiably angry voices. It's like um, when you feel the rumbling, you know, like you describe, I describe in my book Gaia's Gifts when, when the one character that I described could feel the rumbling of the earth. Something was changing, something was shifting. He could feel it through his feet. Any new change was coming. That's what's happening right now. We all know that this shift is not coming in the future. It's happening right this moment. It's been happening all of this year. And the power of the earth rumbling is only becoming greater, more felt. And so there's just so much. (laughs) There's so much energy. So at a human level, we are feeling that. And at a soul level, when I view this from the perspective of all of humanity co-creating with Gaia Earth, co-creating with Source, with God, when we look at that trinity, that triangle, the collaboration of energy, all of humanity shifting to a place of unity so that we can then begin shifting to a place of unity with our earth and then a reuniting with source. That's where I believe we are all headed. I described it in the last chapter of Gaia's Gifts. There is a singularity that we are moving towards. Santera showed it beautifully in one of her cards in the video today. It was this individual walking through this tiny little opening towards the light. The card was the sweat lodge, but it showed like everyone moving into this one tiny little opening. That's what is happening. We are all being guided as a humanity towards this unification. And the only way to get to unification for all of humanity is to clear all the places where we are not yet that where we see ourselves as separate or individual or not equal. And so as we unite as a humanity, what is happening on the other two prongs of the triangle is that Gaia Earth is 
matching our unification side by side with us. Source above, matching our unification. All three points of that trinity are, are being guided, ushered towards this moment where we all come together in this oneness. But it's so far from our ability to understand it in the human mind. Our souls, as I describe that, my soul feels the truth of that knowing. I know where we are going. I know that is the ultimate destination, if that's the word, the ultimate experience is for all of us to reach unification with Gaia, with Source, because we're in Gaia's energy field. And yet our human minds cannot comprehend how we could get there, because right now it looks so not unified. It looks so separate. It looks so painful. The idea of all of those energies uniting is mind-boggling. And so what is happening, I believe, on our planet, I believe the source code, that ATG code, has already been activated. It was activated when the virus was started. When coronavirus started, I believe ATG was activated in our DNA code. And then everything that comes after that is what's going to be the sequence we are playing out. I believe what humanity has written in that code after ATG is one one unity and so if that's the code that we've written everything that is going to happen now is taking us towards that code which means we need these incredible beings an avatar embodied as i believe as george floyd saying no more no more we are going to unwind the sacred wound that has kept us in the separation and we're going to go all the way back to the source of it so that we can finally heal it and release it and find where we are one. It's happening. I know it is happening. I see it in the news. I see it in the posts. I see it in the questioning of so many people. What do I do? How do I share? How do I speak? How do I support? How do I take a stand of solidarity with everyone else? What is it that I am here to contribute? We are all being activated. And for some who are terrified, terrified of the change and still digging their heels in and not wanting to recognize that everything is changing, not sure this is what I feel the truth is for those individuals who are still resisting so dramatically. There's this deep fear, this deep fear of, do I have to give up my individuality, my knowing of who I am? Who am I if I am not this person or this role or this life that I have been living? Who am I? And so many humans, I feel, have gotten disconnected from their own knowing of who they are inside. They don't feel that steadiness of their own voice. They're so used to listening to the collective voice that they haven't clarified their own yet. And so it's terrifying to think we have to give up the little bit of identity we have left. So many with coronavirus had to question their jobs, their value, their uh, contributions if they weren't able to make money. Students, teachers, healthcare workers, patients, everyone had this. I say everyone and there are no absolutes. Many, many people 
questioned very deeply who they were as coronavirus started. And as we stepped into quarantine, and as we witnessed the world stopping, pausing. And so now here we are with this next deep layer of questioning. And if we don't know inside at our core who we are, what we believe, what we will take a stand for, where we are going, if we don't know that inside, this time is terrifying. And watching others discover that for themselves and use their voice with such clarity and stand in such knowing, it it makes it even more terrifying. Because everyone else seems to be figuring it out and these individuals haven't yet. And so can you feel how isolating that must be? And fear, when we feel trapped and isolated, fear is projected and it's ugly and it's hurtful and it's violent, it's aggressive. So there are all these experiences that individuals are having as they have to sit with their fear, as they have to face it and feel it and try to move their way through it. So, right, those of us who do feel steady in our knowing, in our truth, in our voice, we hold steady, we breathe deeply. We are voices of love and truth and calm and solidarity with those who are just beginning to express their voices. And we listen and we reflect love and truth back to those around us who are expressing it. And we encourage those who are just learning to use their voices to practice using their voices with truth and integrity. And so there's this Oh, it's like it's like the motors are getting turned on and the more and more of us who are turning on our engines or it's not quite the right word but you get the feeling of it it's like everyone is finding their pace their momentum their their start code everyone's finding their start code and we're all starting to become comfortable in our own driver's seat right and we learn to breathe differently together. We learn to pause together. What is so uncomfortable for many is we learn to sit in the silences together without having to fill all the silence with words. We just rest in that space of knowing and witnessing and honoring this place we are all in. And from that is going to come very specific action steps for all of us. What is it that we are each here to contribute at this time? If we are all moving towards a singularity as a humanity, a oneness as a humanity, then there's this way we are all coming together We are all collaborating. We are all finding our space within the collective. And it's going to look different for everyone. So I believe one of the biggest 
lessons or gifts that we are unwinding, the sacred wound from the core fractal, one of the biggest gifts we are unwinding is letting go of judgment, letting go of judging the other and focusing on really becoming centered within self, steady within self, accepting the others around us as they are learning to do the same thing and doing it side by side, not separately, doing it as a unified humanity. As we do that, I believe Earth, Gaia, is matching that vibration with us, holding steady on our side. If we have three points of a triangle and we're, let's say, the bottom left point of the triangle and Gaia, Earth, is the bottom right, she's right here by our side holding us steady and the top point of the triangle is source, there is a connection, an energy flow between all three of those points of the triangle already. That code is in our DNA. We know that, that we are one unified energy field. And we've been playing in this belief of separation. We've been expanding consciousness, learning. It hasn't been a mistake. Just like Richard Rudd said in The Gene Keys, the master program is never wrong. It's always evolving into something new. And as far as we have expanded in division and separation, it's like the rubber band, as wide as the rubber band has stretched, it's coming back together. And our capacity to love, because of how far we have moved away from love, when we come back towards love, our capacity is going to be that much more powerful. When we reach unification as a humanity, the ways in which we will accept and love each other is beyond our ability to fathom right now. There will, it will appear as if there has never been a separation. But from where we are now, trying to touch the energy of that it feels so far away so I name it in this space I share all of this in this Gaia's Love podcast space because that's my role that's the role I have been playing for years is transcribing this message transcribing the energy showing the way in which we can move towards unification and it's a big picture perspective, but we need that at times to steady ourselves within the collective. So, that feels like a lot. And also it's absolutely right and yeah I sit here knowing that all is well and absolutely trusting that and also having a very human experience of feeling 
all that is happening. From my very limited perspective as a white female. So I offer all the love that flows from my heart out into all of the experiences that are happening around our world at this time. And it's the greatest contribution I can offer in this moment is the stream of love. And the messages that my voice and my soul bring through at this time. So we will be gathering on Sunday for our Here Now with Viv meditation. And this Sunday it feels right to make that an open space. So I will put the link to join that in the description for today's podcast. If things are feeling intense, if it feels like you're not sure what your center is, you can join the call live or you can listen to the recording later. And I hold space for you to find your own steadiness, to clear what needs to clear, and then to tap into the connection with earth and with source. So I hope if you need support that you will join us. And I just send such, such steady love. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.